Good evening and welcome to Horror. I'm Lee. I'm Chris. And I'm Drew. Well, I'll let you introduce me if you like. Drew's here. Yeah. Rude to me, really. We are, no, no, absolutely. <laughs> we are joined by a podcaster himself, Drew, um, which is always helpful, someone who knows the ropes. Um, but we do have some very sad news. Um, for our two-year episode, um, we are not joined by Adam this evening, no. unfortunately. Um this is your two-year episode. This is our two-year special episode. Oh, privileged or what? You are. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I said we were saving you for something special. I didn't say it was because we were too lazy to arrange to get you over. I said it was a reason. And you two didn't years. Awesome. So we hope Adam is doing all right. Uh, well, Adam is doing fine. Claire and Ted have been struggling a bit. With yes, but yeah. So Claire and Ted have both got a terrible cold that's been going around. That everyone seems to have contracted, um, and they've fought it off quite well until now, but. Does uh, take it out of you. It does, and and it's midweek, so uh, we absolutely understand his uh, priorities. Mm. Um, and he will have to watch his movie as his homework. But other than that, it's fine. Has he seen it before? No, he hasn't. Ah. Mm. Um, a bit <coughs> like myself, he's not the world's biggest fan of slashers. And yeah. it, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Adam. Um, message in, and let's <laughs> I don't think he's the world's biggest fan of slashers, particularly, and uh, a remakes. I know he's a, a even, not a fan even of. less. Um, but the, so the reason we've got Drew in on this episode is that I remember you being a huge advocate of this film. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, like Friday the Thirteenth in general, but like, uh, yeah, no, I do like this film. And again, because you and I haven't seen it, like I said, for ten, ten years was the last yeah. time I rented yeah. it from Blockbuster. That is funny. That's how long ago. Yeah. Um, and again, because you're of that slightly younger generation, we were quite keen to get your input on it because I know that you uh, are more. Uh, you're a horror fan, yeah. But there's elements of older films that you don't like, so we thought this is possibly more geared at you. Yeah, yeah, it's we, more uh, my generation, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. So when you say younger generation, how old are you? I'm 31 tomorrow. Ah, okay. Yeah. So he's Happy birthday almost to me. a decade <laughs> younger. Than us. Happy birthday, Drew! Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> um, so just before we dive into the the uh, film, which we always keep doing too quickly at the mm. moment because we're very excited about the films we're watching, um, Chris, you've been doing some homework. I have. Me. I've been a good boy because <laughs> like, we didn't even get that long, did we? Uh, no, we recorded like, four days ago. Yeah, so you've done very well. Yeah, so I, I didn't quite finish it, but I saw uh, probably two thirds of the original. Friday the 13th. What did you think of it? Well, can I come back to that? Yes. Yes, you definitely can. Because <laughs> it, it fits very well with tonight's viewing. Excellent. But that's not the only film you watched. You it's also not, watched right. something yes, else because yes. you sent me so, two well, uh, Yeah, I did. So, so <laughs> what I thought, so what I'm still doing is trying to show either things that will make Shelley go to bed when it's <laughs> bedtime or things that she might actually maybe like and I didn't actually know which this was going to be, but I thought, oh, there's Army of Darkness when I was flicking through looking for Friday the 13th mm. original. And I thought, oh, seeing as we'll just watch The Evil Dead, let's have a look at this, because I know The Army of Darkne Darkness is, uh, seems to be a loved film. It is, yes. and Drew is a massive ah. fan of yeah, Army yeah, of Darkness like the and The Evil Dead films. Yeah. So that's, uh, <coughs> See, so you're two out of three on Evil Dead at the moment. So that's yeah, yeah, so, uh, well, so nearly. So what I did was I thought, oh, I'll skip to the middle just to see what happens because it, I thought let's just see what's going on when it gets into the action because it, I was going to play a small clip I thought she's never going to last through this mm. and then it was the mirror where all the little <laughs> uh, little ashes come out <coughs> and yes. we were just both staring at it you know followed by good ash and bad but, ash yeah, yeah but also but it was just watching ash and after Adam and you making emphatically saying it is just it's all about um, Bruce Campbell and his ability to beat himself up and it was like <laughs> this is exactly what's doing and not only that but it's little him's beating himself up and he's beating himself up in for actual filming yeah. and it was like yeah this is great So I'd, I'd say of all three it's probably the tamest would you agree uh, with that okay. I think it was but definitely not, not aimed, by any, you know, I think it was aimed more moments. at mainstream. I think yeah. the the first two did particularly well, and then I think they tried to break mainstream, and they did a fantastic job of staying loyal to the lunacy of the second 
Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. The, um, and the slapstick comedy where he's just yeah. like keep constantly forgetting the uh, the words he's he's supposed <laughs> to. Uh... Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like it's it's got that that same um, comedy running all the way through it. Mm. Um, and as you say, that slapstick element and things that are in the second one but aren't in the first. So I think they carried that through perfectly while making the story linear and exciting enough that you could show it to a to a main a yeah. more mainstream audience and they'd still find it interesting and exciting but taming down on the gore and yeah 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 yeah, yeah I, I think it was a fantastic movie i I yeah, totally well, so it. we saw about twenty minutes of it, um, and yeah, so she carried on watching, and then she started <laughs> to look up who is Bruce Campbell and what's he been in, <laughs> and it turns out that he's been in a couple of Coen Brothers movies, maybe mm. Fargo. Was I mixing this up with the director? Uh, I'm sure this is what she was reading. He does Bruce little Campbell. cameos. Yeah, he it was like he's in, he's in Escape from LA. Yeah, yeah, oh, that was the one. Mental that. Surgeon. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, he, he seemed Plastic like he turned surgeon. up in loads. <laughs> yeah, and and what's the quote he says at the end? She read out another good quote, and I've totally forgotten it now. But I did like those two that I sent you. Um, we're going to beat him with science. Yeah. It is might that, have been. Is that one of yeah. them? This is my boomstick. Listen up, you primitive yeah. broomhead. <laughs> this is my boomstick. Um, genius. Yeah, and, <coughs> and my favourite, which is when it's the turban fighting. Mm. Um, yeah, and literally just pulls out the shotgun and says, "Good ash, bad ash." I'm the one with a gun and just blows his head <laughs> off. <which Yeah>. is <laughs> it's, it's the sort of sort of the um, stop animation. It just makes mm. me think of like the um, Harry like Beetlejuice or something. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like the old eighties. Yeah. So yeah, so we will probably watch it from the start properly. It's a yeah, fantastic, it's fun. fun movie. The mm. bit that you saw is it never gets any scarier or yeah. anything more. It is it is way more. Again, like we say, the second movie leans more into the the comedy element, and the third one goes way into comedy and slapstick, mm. um, and the spectacle of it all, rather than it actually being scary. But it's, yeah, but it, but it's a fantastic it a saga, movie, doesn't it? You know, almost like it's uh, yeah. You know, you think there's going to be more to come. Yeah. You know, this is this is ash in medieval. This is ash in. Oh, and then it goes to the post-apocalyptic. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. it's yeah. Um, well, depending on which ending you watch, there are two endings, so I'll be keen to know what the ending is mm. of the movie that you film, uh, that you watch. That's um, interesting. How do they do that? So, uh, on, so I don't know because I've only seen it on the DVD. But on the DVD, there are two endings. Um, there's a, an extended ending, and I believe a theatrical ending. But, um, okay. I could be getting that wrong, but yeah. So let me know which one is on the version that you watch. Um, have you watched anything else, or is that no? And no, that's plenty. So, uh, Drew, what have you watched recently that you would like to discuss or that you feel is uh, Ooh, um Actually, yeah, because I'm going to see Us tomorrow. Yes. Uh, so uh, what, what re- is Us? Us is Jordan Peele's second horror film. Jordan Peele from Key and Peele, if anyone, any of your listeners might know who they are. I don't know. Um, he They're made like it out a couple of years ago duo. that was... Yeah, but it was... It's, I don't know how to explain it really. Get out, but I, I watched it recently again because mm. I, I got halfway through and sort of fizzled out. But you I have exactly to watch it the all the way thing. to the end. Have you, got, you've seen I, it. All? I, no, I got bored halfway through and I've not gone so back. You've to never it. seen oh, the yeah. end. Well, no. I don't want to spoil it for you then. But That's um, the thing. somebody said to me only today they were talking about us, and he said, "You're an idiot. How did you not get?" Mm. And I was like, "It bored the piss out of me, and I just couldn't." Do- you have to watch it to the end. I think you it was one to. of those as well. Like we'd been out, so I put it on at ten o'clock, so it was yeah, going to yeah. finish at like gone midnight, and I watched like an hour of it, and I was like, "This isn't keeping it, me awake." The thing about it was that everybody hyped it so much as well, and it was like, "Oh, this is going to be, you know, the greatest film of the year, the greatest mm. horror of the year, at least." Anyway, but um, so yeah, I think that's why I kind of perhaps I fell asleep in the last half hour or something. <clears> and watching it re- again recently is really good. So I would recommend it. I will give it another go then. If yeah. you're the second person in this in one day to say that I definitely need to make it through to the end. So uh. yeah. Now Daryl, friend of the podcast, told me the other day that the same applies to Mandy. He said I still that watch Mandy, watching yeah. it all the way to the end. <coughs> I would suggest watching it all the way to the end yeah. because my problem was with the first half of it. Right, the second okay. half of it, it I really enjoyed. Really good. Okay. Um, the first half. I, as I've mentioned previously, I found was terribly paced and massively mm. boring. 
but the last is great. 35, 40 minutes of it is amazing. But you need to have watched the first half. You, could... you do need to have yeah, watched it, okay. but what they could have done... Basically, for listeners who haven't watched it, um, basically, uh, Nicolas Cage really, really, really is obsessed with the girl that he's dating. You can now skip the first 50 minutes <laughs> of the film and just go to where it all fucking kicks off and ignore all of the nonsense that happens before that. Um, it's, it, but definitely I, worth watching. Yeah, it's it, it's a beautiful film. It's really well done. It, everything about it is great. The problem is, it should have been a seventies style hour and fifteen minute movie. Mm. But because it was an hour and forty five minutes, instead of putting that extra 30, 30 minutes into which is the now standard runtime, instead of putting that into the later part of the film when it's all action and it's all kicking off. They put it at the beginning of the film, which is the slow burn. Mm. It's a couple. They love each other. Adam loves she it. She is abused yeah. by an asshole. He goes on revenge. And, and that's... Mm. But they, putting that extra half hour at the beginning does nothing for it. And it means that you sit through 50 minutes of literally... that. That is all it is. He is obsessed is with it? her and she is a bit whimsical. And that is all that happens for 45 minutes. Mm. Is it quite a low budget film? Or is it? Yeah, yeah, it was an independent movie. So they filled about the first 40 minutes to make it a feature length. Yeah. Perhaps something like but that. But again, yeah. but if they'd kept it an hour and 15, <coughs> I said at the time, yeah. I would have loved it because yeah, yeah, once yeah. it all kicks off, the story is fucking batshit. Mm. It is mm. so mental and so much fun. And in making a great big weapon for no reason whatsoever is just fantastic. Do you want to know the main reason I want to watch it? Go on. It's because I've seen the picture of Adam standing in his underpants <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, you need to and, see and that. I need context. context yeah. Yeah. I need yeah. context. <laughs> that is Nicholas Cage. Is Nicholas Cageist? Right, is, okay. is what that Cage-iest. scene is. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. And Nicholas Cage in it, as I said, is absolutely brilliant. He's yeah. in mm. top form. He was perfectly cast in this. It's what you needed was someone who can go from oh I'm so in love, I'm so in love to the most mental person mm. you can imagine. Oh, he's got range. He has got range oh, in a very strange mm. way. He he has, and this is this shows it written for him. Mm. Yeah. And so, so to go back, you're going to see us tomorrow. And is this? Yeah. It's just being released tomorrow. Or? I think it come out on the twenty fifth. Okay. So it's only like been out a few days. Right. Okay. Earlier on in the week, um, the premiere of it was very low key. My friend mm. who I spoke to today was the one who was telling me I need to watch Get Out because I'm an idiot. Mm. Um, was saying he was on his way to a meal somewhere, I think it was someone's birthday or a leaving do or something last week, and he was walking through the West End and basically stumbled upon, oh look, it's a small cinema with a red carpet, like there's hardly anybody here, it's clearly nothing, and and that was what it was, was the the launch of that, and he was like, shit, if I didn't have to go to this meal... He'd be lingering around yeah, there. Yeah, because there's nobody there. Like, I could be right there at the front, <coughs> standing against the carpet. Wow, and yeah. He was so close. I'm quite surprised he, at that, really. Yeah. Because there'd was, be a lot of anticipation for this. Well, there has been, after Get Out. Mm. But he was saying he was so close to the security guy um, mm. at the front that the security guy had an iPad with the faces of everybody he was going to be turning up. Oh, right. And that's how he knew what the film was, because he looked over his shoulder and was like, oh, shit, look. Yeah, yeah. It's clearly the so. It's basically the cast of Black Panther, from what it, I can tell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of them's like the main tribal leader in Black Panther, and I think one of them's Black Panther's sister mm. in the film. That's I, what. That's two thirds of the fa- uh, two fifths of the family. Whatever. Um, and I, did, <coughs> as I've said before, I didn't like Black Panther, but the acting in it was wonderful. So mm. a, a horror film with those uh, actors in it, <coughs> brilliant. I just didn't like the uh, the fact it was a Marvel film with all the humour sucked out of it, which is half of what I like I'm about it. I'm a Marvel it. fan. I, no, no, I am. I, I'm, a, I'm a big Marvel fan, but I like them in a... I like the fact that it's 50% comedy and 50% action. Yeah. And if you suck that 50% comedy out, what you have is 50% action True. and 50% True. really bad drama. Yeah. And that was all it left behind, and it just didn't work for me. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So I think that they had a point. they have a really good balance, and mm. when you take that element out, and I think it was the same with it's the same with the DC universe, and I, I, I know I'm not the first person to say, it, um, 
like Suicide Squad and stuff, although it the trailer made it look like it was going to have more humour than it had. Mm. Um, so it looked like it was going to be a marvellous movie. It had a few jokes. And, it and did, that, but and, just not... and the ones that it had landed yeah. really well and I enjoyed. Mm. There just wasn't enough of yeah. it. Um, they were all in the trailer as well. That was yeah. part of the problem. Mm. Yeah, they were. And, <laughs> and that's the problem. That's, that's, that's why I've started now. If a film comes out, I'll watch the first minute of the trailer and then I'll shut it off and I won't watch any subsequent trailers or anything because it's got yeah. to the point now where they do, three, the film, yeah. they do three trailers at five minutes each. That's 15 minutes of a two-hour film. Like, yeah. And it's yeah. all the best bits of a two-hour film. Like, yeah, it's, it's the, the memorable moments, isn't it, that yeah. they choose to And it just it. it leaves nothing... To, and the amount yeah. of times I've sat through a film and gone... Well, that was the trailer with loads of boring shit <laughs> stuck in the middle of it. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't really need, so yeah. I've, I'm, I've decided not to do it. Um, well, so we look forward to hearing about your experience yeah. at us. Yeah, I'll, I'll message you uh, on the next, so you can mention it in the next podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah please do. Yeah, give us a <coughs> review. Um, I've not been watching much. I have tried The Order uh, on Netflix. The new yeah, cult. Yeah. Thing. Oh, I think yeah, I saw that. Um, I didn't see it. Was but it, I saw they, it, after. it? They go to. Uh, he's so, just going to university. Yes. Yeah. Um, and there is some kind of uh, an Illuminati type mm. group. Um, it doesn't turn out to be quite like that. It turns out to be much more um, of a magical group. Um, and there are other monsters on campus, so it's a little bit kind of Sabrina, but without the... Now, I'm going to say it's Sabrina without the style and without the humour, which makes it sound like a shit Sabrina, mm. which it kind of is. It, it definitely isn't as good as Sabrina, but uh, if you're looking for something more mainstream, possibly, that could be what you were going for. Okay. Um, and I knew it wasn't aimed at me when I started watching it, but... I thought it is in the remit, so I should probably give a couple of episodes a watch and just see what I think. Um, I will probably finish it. I'm mm. about four episodes in. I will probably make it is to it the end. Is it just the one season at the moment? Yeah. yeah okay. uh, eight to ten episodes. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it, it isn't aimed at me, and I knew that going in, but it's it's fairly well written. It's not... Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. There's nothing about it that's awful... It is just meant for teens. It's not a Netflix classic, then. No, no. It's it's not going to be the Babysitter or Sabrina or anything. It's just, it's yeah. I mean, so, it's so I got the impression from the trailer. So it's like werewolves versus vampires, is I, it? Yeah. See so, you now, I wasn't sure well, if that was in the trailer. To, I thought I thought it was. It could well be. Yeah, well, but definitely it, somehow I saw something about it. So it's not vampires. So right, basically, there's a magical order. And they learn magic, but also mm. on campus there is a group of werewolves, and werewolves hate magic. Right. Okay. So the werewolves are trying to kill anyone performing magic, and the magic order is obviously trying to protect its mm. initiates. Mm. So it sounds uh, pretty good. Yeah, it's a, it's a good concept. It's quite. It's got the girl from Ginger Snaps in it, who's uh, who was also in Hannibal. Is fantastic. I don't mm. know her name off the top of my head. Um, yeah, a few. Faces I recognise are in it. Uh, somebody from Fireflies in it, who you will recognise. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, as I say, it's it's. It'll be interesting to see what you think at the end. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'll definitely make it to the end. I think it's eight <coughs> or ten episodes, mm. and I'm four or five in, so I'm halfway there practically. So I'll definitely stick it out because I, I don't. I'm, I'm enjoying it enough that I'll yeah. give it another three or four hours. But um, yeah. I'm not going to suggest that anyone dashes out immediately or shit. Um, so, let's tackle this evening's main topic, as time is ebbing away. Yes. Um, the Friday the 13th remake. Yes. Um, I think I've gone on record before, just to kick it off, saying that of the remakes that have come out in the last decade, mm. 15 years... This was definitely one of my favourites, and having watched it again this evening, you still I, I, stick I, by that. I totally stick by that. Um, well, I'd like to agree. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So, so as a learned man once said, 
beer, boobs, and violence. <laughs> <laughs> when you say learning, that sounds familiar. That, that was you. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, yeah, that, that sums it up pretty good. It, uh, slashers are aimed at teenagers, early twenties who yeah. just want a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, and tit, it's tit score and drug abuse. Yeah. 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 and it's not to be taken <laughs> seriously. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a, 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 um, a, a big social statement. It's just look, you want to see some gore. We're going to get these people together. Some of them are going to be nice. Some of them are going to be assholes. We are going to kill them in the most interesting ways possible. Mm. And that's. Uh, I and know they, they nailed that. They nailed that. Definitely, they, they did. I know you're a massive fan of slashers uh, yeah yeah way more than myself um yeah so what did you I, I know that you're a fan of this but what did you make of this what stood out for you that made it uh uh it, it, do you know what it reminded me very much of like the other sort of slasher remakes that were going on at that time there was mm. like the texas chainsaw yeah. massacre remake and there was all around late to 2010s i don't know late 10s or mm. early you know um so so aimed at exactly your age group because you would be around yeah I suppose I'd have been 20, in my 20s when that yeah. came out and so that so it made me re-watch all of the Friday mm. the 13th mm. actually so it re- rekindled that yeah but um, yeah it's got all the staples you know the, the the rules of a horror slasher film you know don't do drugs don't have sex <laughs> in a tent yeah. in the middle of the woods yeah it, no uh, <laughs> don't walk out on your own to go and find the last <coughs> person that just that's it never say I'll be yeah. right back just don't go to check a strange noise or just sort of piss out of your tent never go for a wander mm-hmm. anyway skinny dipping all of yeah. that yeah um, yeah no I, I, I enjoyed it like I said I've been meaning to rewatch it it's probably been 10 years because mm-hmm. you said it was 10 years this year wasn't it yeah 10 years this since year. it was released so um, yeah, very apt to do it this year it's been a few years since I've seen it but the, but the thing is there are certain things that still stand out for me so I've not seen this film in six or seven years I still remember the um, so, so, so him standing on top of that bus silhouetted mm. with a machine is a fantastic um, as Adam said you need a good silhouette you do yeah yeah. Um, something that you could recognise yeah. from the, just the silhouette as well and, and the <coughs> thing is with, with Derek Mears as well because we were saying while we were watching it you know it's a shame that Kane Hodder didn't come back um, and although I do agree because I love Kane Hodder um, Derek Mears did such a fantastic job in this mm. of being that somewhere between the sort of hulking monster and making it sort of realistic and I think the perfect um, example of that is the kill so the after the credits but before the Friday the 13th logo kill mm. which is so he dispatches the group and the last girl is left and yeah. she's facing him down on her hands and feet and she's trying to scurry away and he's hulking towards her and then he takes that three steps and just swings that machete yeah, over yeah. his shoulder and the way he does it it's just like a sudden lunge but it just looks so powerful and so brutal <coughs> yeah. super real super real wasn't it? It, it absolutely is. and of course 10 seconds before that of course he makes the kill over her shoulder where he yeah. buries the machete in that bloke's face yeah. and then just puts his foot on his face to pull the machete out again. and it parts his head oh, it's just <laughs> Oh, it's horrific! But, but and and one of the, the the other horrific death scenes in it. One of the probably the most memorable one is the sleeping bag mm. toasting over the fire. Yeah, <laughs> and is, while she's still alive, you know that is horrific. Brutal, isn't it? Yeah. But it's funny because that does all then make me think of Jason X, which is the scene where, which always makes me like a spoiler alert for Chris, uh, or for listeners who haven't watched Jason X. But why have you not watched Jason X? It's brilliant. Um, <laughs> there, there's a scene where. They trick Jason onto a basically he's in Jason X is in space, so they trick him onto a hollow deck, and they're trying to distract him with teenage victims, and two girls turn up and go, "Hey, we like premarital sex and smoking pot. Why don't you come and hang out with us?" And then it's just a shot of Jason's face. Then it goes to a different scene, and then when it comes back, he's got one of them hanging upside down in a sleeping bag, and he's got the other one in a sleeping bag, and he's beating the first one to death with the second one. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that scene, but yeah, that is brilliant. That should have been your first experience with Friday the 13th because it's sci fi. Mm, That's true, yeah. It's sci fi. 
It, so, you, so he's not a fan of premarital sex and no, no. drugs. Do you want to smoke some pot or drink some beer? How about premarital sex? Yay! <laughs> yeah, and then just him beating the two. Well, mother, mother said no. So. <laughs> <laughs> and mother knows best. Yeah. Well, we saying, Jason X is, is a, a, such a good film. It's so much. And the same with Jason Takes Manhattan and all of those. The later, they, the later this series goes, the more mental it becomes. Yeah. And it knows it, it becomes, becomes mental when it embraces it. But um, I, I, I'm with you. I love Jason X. I think I love the ridiculousness. And it's it. got my favourite kill of all time. Um, which Not is, the sleeping bag. No, no. So my favourite kill of all time, I think I might have mentioned this pre- on a previous episode. So Jason suddenly wakes up and there's a girl standing in front of a sink full of liquid nitrogen. Oh, yeah. And he walks over and holds her face under it mm. until it becomes solid. <laughs> then he pulls her head out and smashes it against the counter and it breaks like ice. And it's just the best kill in a horror movie yeah. I have ever seen. It, but, and this is what I love, despite the fact... And I know these films do get people's backs up and it's the reason I don't like slashes is because I don't like excessive violence. Mm. Um, but you'll back me up because I know that you're a massive fan of these. Mm. It's so tongue-in-cheek and it's all done... Like, it's I, never yeah, no, malicious. I think that if it's too serious, I can't enjoy it. Mm. It's like zombie films for me. They have to have an element of comedy and humour. Mm. Or, do you know what I mean? It's just the right cocktail of emotions. and. and Otherwise uh, it feels vicious and sadistic. Yeah. Whereas well, it's just like, it's just like watching a snuff film then. Yeah. You know? mm. yeah. So yeah. You really can't tell the difference nowadays. So, do you know what I mean? It's, the gore and violence is so realistic. So you have to have that so levity. That's, and, that's yeah. it. So, so for me, overall with this film, by the end of it, I thought it was fantastic. At the start, it is that I've got to get over that it feels a bit like watching a snuff film. Yeah. So it's like that first bit of, um, like, it was definitely done in, in an entertaining way. There was fun aspects to it, but yeah, it's just it is brutal enough. Mm. Even though they haven't gone t- to the next place where they could have gone, it's mm. still just I yeah I've got to process What's that a bit. And the, but as the film went on, I was getting more and more drawn in, and I think it was to do with. It was great sound effects, great music, mm. and the style was fantastic throughout. Yeah. yeah, and it did. It was interspersed enough with funny scenes and different sort of comedy as well, um, and just fun scenes. I even on the um, when they go out on the boat and she's um, mm. she's on the wakeboarding. Yeah, and like and it's just the sun's coming down and it's just like just a bit of a change of scenery and yeah. yeah oh wow that looks like the perfect afternoon yeah. and then all of a sudden the arrow the, comes yeah. out and just takes his eye out and you're like yeah. what the fuck yeah and then the boat comes back hits her and yeah, yeah just so it was I thought the, the kills and the way you saw him it changed enough that yeah it, it really drew me in and and it so I know you said it like it is mostly just sort of fun and violence but the elements of the story did sort of unfold so, mm-hmm. so you're learning a bit about him, and there's an element of humanity to him. There was a new take on Jason in this film, yeah. wasn't there? You know, because he's much more like the hunter. He's had to learn to adapt mm. to living in the woods. You don't get that from the original. No, do you? I mean, no. I'm not like the biggest Friday the Thirteenth. You're the you're the man for that, Lee. But um, oh, there, there is the like the accuracy of like when he shucks the machete and. Yeah, you went. Well, yeah, when he th- so when he throws the axe into the guy's yeah. back, yeah, sorry, and, yeah, 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 where he buries like, the and, yeah, hatchet. and shooting that guy on the moving boat. He's been from, but you know, because you pointed out at the time, Chris, you were like, "Fucking hell, it's a good shot." And I was like, "Well, yeah, but again, if it's a guy living in the forest with nothing, he's probably used to having to kill his own food and stuff. So he's mm. he's probably, but yeah, as you say, that accuracy and that level of what I was trying to work out is because that could have been unbelievable and it's like oh that's just a bit silly but I was wondering whether that was meant to be hinting at his whether he's a bit supernatural and a bit superhuman but still has the human element but like you said as you explained it it could have been from training uh, from having to survive it could have been in this film but but mm. in the series yes yeah. so later to... on it, so the first film spoiler right so spoiler <laughs> alert for listeners who haven't seen the original from 1981 um yeah, the original killer isn't him. It's what we see in the the pre sequence, yeah, the pre yeah. uh, credit sequence in this one, where it's the mother, mm. um, and then it's him moving forward. 
but yeah it does move into by the sixth and seventh movies there is an there is definitely a supernatural element to him yeah um i think my favorite way of him coming back to life it's one of my favorite ways of anybody ever coming back to life in a movie of ridiculousness is the is it the fourth movie possibly where they go and he goes to, to prove to himself that jason's dead so he goes to the grave ah, and yeah. digs him up and he pulls the metal railing out yeah. and sticks it through his heart and then lightning strikes it and he mm. comes back to life again it's like oh <coughs> if you and just maybe, fucking left it alone yeah. man if you just <coughs> exactly. left it alone i may be completely mistaken but ain't the two blokes the uh, the two guys from the beginning of return of the living dead I couldn't. I'm sure it's them necessarily too. Necessarily, and they're hilarious in Return of the Living Dead. But I'm sure it's <laughs> that, that scene that you're talking about. It's them too. Yeah, I was going to say it's because it's. I think it's two guys who, yeah, dig him up, and. Um, I'm IMDb that. Yeah, we need Adam's encyclopedia right in front of you, right there. There's a mouse. Um, but yeah, so it's Corey Feldman who's watching all of that in a dream from the sidelines, mm. if I remember correctly. I think. Um, so does he die every film then and then comes back to life in the next one? Uh, not always. Okay. So he doesn't die at the end of the... Oh, no, hang on. Right, because you haven't seen... I haven't, it's quite seen the end. No, he doesn't die in the end of all of them. Right, okay. Um, so the... But we were saying with the... Um, uh, the way the films work, it's funny because... Yeah. Yeah, Puff. it is. It's, yeah. Part six. guys from Return of the Living Dead. Well done. <laughs> well done, Drew. Good work. Tell me, Matthew. I'll go back. Sorry, I've, I've, I've ruined it now. No, no, <laughs> ruined the system. No, no, it's perfect. <laughs> um, that's exactly why it's left open, so that we can IMDb stuff as we go. Um, tits. Coming back to life. Yeah, yeah. So, so, it, uh, so some he does and some he doesn't, yeah. and it's kind of... Some is it's some is it's explained and some it isn't mm, as I okay. remember. Um, the thing is, this, the franchise must have been taken over by so many different directors. Mm. Mm. So they and put their own. It becomes spin a bit like it. any other franchise. Mm. You know, they they have to make their own part of that journey, don't they? Mm. So there's probably some directors prefer to lean in the supernatural way. Yeah, yeah. Some oh, yeah, don't want to explain anything. Or, some yeah. like this is a slasher film. Yeah, why, why are we it's doing just, this? Mm. You know. I say by part <coughs> seven, it's the he's raised from the bottom of the lake by the yeah. girl with supernatural powers who's trying mm. to kill a possible father-in-law, possible paedophile, possible mm. psycho. But then that, that appears to add an element remember. of um, again more humanity to Jason because he's sort of helping her. Mm. Yeah, he kind or, of. Or is, she's using him as a tool. Yeah, to get what right, she, yeah. yeah, and then Jason takes Manhattan, mm. uh, happens, uh, Jason lives, which I've got to admit, I've never made it through, I've watched the first 15, 20 minutes and gave up, um, but yeah, the, the first eight are staples, Jason X is fantastic, mm. Freddy versus Jason is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, one of my favourites, yeah. Um, Two yeah. slashers coming together. Mm. Yeah, and, and super really slasher well as well. Um, <coughs> yeah. And I just read there from the producers of the Texas Chainsaw. Oh. I'd imagine that's the remake. Yes, so that's oh, probably yeah, yeah. why so it feels like. Similar, yeah. yeah, it's it's the same level of I don't know morbidness. So you know, but I think the problem mm. is with the so the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, as I remember, the remake that they did to reboot it was fine. Mm. It was only fine. I wouldn't go any further than that. Um, and then the one that they did the follow-up, which was a prequel, I remember being ah. again like we were saying, where they take the humour out of it, and it becomes mm. cruel and unpleasant. Mm. It's just yeah. It's so just that's a, what I thought sadistic. of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I thought it was just sadistic all the way through. That's it, why it I never is, wanted it to is, watch it. Really. Yeah. But the the thing is that was that back in the sixties, so yeah. it was it was quite a. Like I, I said before, it was it's on the on the same line as. Deliverance, yeah, on the same wavelength. You got to see it. It's a okay, classic. so I haven't seen Deliverance either. But I'm, what I always mixed up, I think, was um, Rampage, a film called Rampage, which seemed very real to me. Mm. 
Um, Deliverance will seem very real to okay. you. Yes. Don't watch it. No, <laughs> it's fucking horrible. Yeah. Well, it's, um, but yeah. So to take it back then, and now I can talk about the homework I did. Yes. So I, I definitely preferred this. Overall. To the original. Yeah. No. So the original was just too old for me to fully get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's I, you know, I really am stuck with a more modern style. Mm-hmm. So, but I could see, you know, I could see all the elements, and I could see why. I suppose it would have been good when it first came out. Yeah. And it was definitely entertaining to watch, but it didn't draw me in in quite the same way as this did. By the end of this, and even though I haven't quite got to the end of of the first one, mm. it just, yeah, it was fun to watch. Whereas this, I started to really. Um, yeah, the experience changed by the end, and I was enjoying. Seems it more. to keep your attention a little bit more. Perhaps, yeah, yeah. It's hard to say whether it like it's just the overall effect of a more modern production. Like the sound is just that bit more. I mean, it probably helps watching it on your system. Yeah, well, and the fact well. that you've got Jason in it as well, because Jason isn't in the original, is he? So. Not quite got to the end. Oh, so, so yeah, so <laughs> spoiler. Well, so right, we'll come back to that. But <laughs> so so it was enough of me for me to see, you know, I get the original, I get the premise yeah. of it all. Mm. And then yeah, I feel like this was a well done version. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and again, that's why I wanted to bring you in, Drew, because um I know that obviously you've been friends with us all for a long time and I know that you're as big a fan of horror as we are. Mm. Um but I know that you've said before that um you struggle with black and white. And yeah, that like the original Night of the Living mm. Dead. I okay. still haven't watched that all the way through. I really know I should because I love George Romero. But, but, it, but something about it, just, I just can't... Mm. Yeah. And that's the thing, you, shouldn't, and white, you should never force yourself to watch something that you don't enjoy. And I, I think that's an important thing. There's nothing I, I disagree mm-hmm. with that. And I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah. you're I think, I think, well, as no, time goes yeah. on, I'll evolve and, and appreciate things like that. So that, that's what I'm hoping is... Yeah, and, and like this, this was almost a short term. Like, so the start of it was fine, it was good, but by the end, yeah, I was really liking it. Mm. And I'm almost hoping that will happen with the older movies. That yeah. I'll more the more I watch it, the more my mind will get into what mm. they are rather than the way I'm filtering it from my experience yeah. of more modern. So it'll be, well, it'll be different to what you're used to as well. If you yeah, go back is, and watch an yeah. old film, you'll be like, this is... But that's why the, the funny versions, on. the funny ones, work much better, because they mm. don't seem to have aged in my head in the same way. Mm. So all, so um, Frankenstein, what was it? Oh, Bride of what Frankenstein. Bride of yeah, you like, that was great. enjoyed yeah. over the Wolfman. And, and, yeah, and the, um, the carry-on screaming as well. Yeah. You know, it's like that's... I get into that as much as I would a modern film, so... Mm. And I think that's the thing. It's um, and obviously, uh, although there's an age difference between us, there's three or four years between mm. me and you, Chris, and less than a decade between mm. me and you. So yeah. that's what I mean. So the fact that you can't watch stuff from the forties, it's I know it's older and I'm older, but I'm not that much fucking mm. older. Like I wasn't yeah, there originally, yeah. and I think that might be what it is. I think it's but you're more, a bit like a grumpy old man, though. Oh yeah, I'm miserable as fuck. Um, but but I think that's what it. <laughs> not, <coughs> not glossing over. But I definitely am a grandpa. Oh, fuck. Um, but I think that is what it is. I think the more you see new, uh, new films or films of your era, hmm. you start to get oh, it's just the same thing over and over again. And then when you find something older, you suddenly go oh shit, there's all it's the same yeah, music, yeah. you know. Like you get into. You know, a lot of people get into metal and stuff. Do you mean like that's where like, it came from? Or yeah. you appreciate... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You appreciate and then all of a sudden you go, all oh, right, metal came from prog. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah, no, prog's mm. fantastic. And you sort of go backwards. And I think it's mm. I think it's the same. Once you've absorbed as much as you can from a decade, mm. then you uh, and you're up to date, you can only go further back. And that's, yeah, that's when right, you start. That's true. But that's it. But I think I appreciate watching the older, but almost more of a study than fully... Getting into the experience of it, so that's, yeah, but that's it. But I'm wondering it. if that will, you know, continue to change. I think I, I think, and again, I know we've discussed it pre- before, mm. but I think because the, because nothing gives me that fear necessarily. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think, think I've given I'm, up on on the idea that anything will scared. actually make me scared anymore. Yeah, it's um, like you say. See, so you're in the same boat as me. I well, think uh, that's the thing, yeah. and then you start looking for the aesthetic that you mm. like. So, like. 
instead of going thrill seeking for that, I mm. want something that's going to scare the piss out of me or something that's going to make me uncomfortable in the dark. I did jump a couple of times in this, but jumps isn't yeah, the, really the jump scares same in as this word. fear. But yeah, yeah. I, I thought they were good. They were yeah. really good. Mm. They were really well placed. Mm. And, yeah, um, not over the top. Yeah, no, they weren't yeah. overused. They mm. weren't. They weren't obvious. They were just comfortably set, which is which is a sign of a competent filmmaker. And I think yeah. this guy, you'll back me up, Drew. Was obviously a massive fan of the originals because mm. it, it, the entire thing, this entire hour and forty-five minutes, just felt like homage to. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. To, well, then, to, to just put that first ten, fifteen minutes in as well, mm. uh, where it sort of leads in from the originals mm. gives you a little bit of the backstory and it's a, just a, t- a director that was coming just to direct a slasher movie purely mm. to make it like, a quick buck wouldn't have done that so yeah, they've no. obviously yeah it, they've it paid make a few bucks though oh it definitely just did, saw yeah. that. just on the yeah. name o- alone opening weekend Jesus is that 43 mil in the mm. weekend yeah in total 91 million and it cost 19 million so yeah. good, See, good that's, job, people. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a pretty Wasn't good. A uh, little, uh, but again, I, I, I do think it deserves that. Yeah, yeah. Like you say, you know, it does seem like it's competently made. Yeah. It's made with love. It mm. isn't just somebody. And the problem is, uh, like we've discussed on on previous episodes, the problem with doing a remake is you're taking a film where everything worked perfectly and trying to replicate it. Whereas yeah. so many films are 50% perfect and 50% okay, but people don't remake those because they're not massive not hits. Worth, yeah. That's but, right. but they're the ones that need <laughs> Probably, remaking. Yeah. The one where you've got a great script and a great mm. director and a wank cast or whatever. Do you know what, actually, going back to what we were saying about watching older films, mm. I was thinking what came to mind was like the day the earth stood still. I see adverts for the, old, the original yeah. of that, or like the thing. And I think, yeah, they come back. 20 years oh, yeah, later, so the 30 years later, remade. and they remade it, and it was better because mm. of the the additional special effects and all of yeah. that sort of thing, modern cinematography. So, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, yeah you're right. So, 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 <coughs> so what they did before, so what they did in the 80s was they took the films from the 50s and 60s that didn't do well mm. and remade them in the 80s once they could do the effects and stuff mm. and make them brilliant and that's what made them great and the mistake we're making now is we're looking at the stuff in the 80s that did do well mm. and trying to remake that instead mm. of so saying in saying that that they did a pretty good job with Friday the 13th because yeah. it is almost like yeah. trying to recreate a piece like a masterpiece really yeah. isn't it? You know. that's what I mean they had Tom Savini and they had it, it was it was fantastically cast. It mm. was an entirely original, and that's the thing. It was an entirely original idea at the time. Whereas slashers now are so ingrained mm. to try and top that entire genre. That's the thing. If you come out with something that's that's only been done once or twice before, to beat two or three films, it's fairly easy. To come yeah. out in two thousand nine and try and beat thirty years of slasher films, yeah. you've got a massive backlog of stuff that's. Yeah, uh, so yeah. to do a good job against all that, you really are fighting the ultimate. Like, I think they did a really good job. And yeah. It's yeah. No, a lot of other people would have tried and failed. Yeah. So they, yeah, they've done a good job. They did. Um, part <coughs> of the reason for that, one of the words that I have here in massive letters, is boobs, which I know we discussed yeah. earlier. Um, <laughs> I think part of bre- I think it's a part of breaking the tension. Um, and I think it's B part of the fact that they know that their audience is going to be teenage mm. boys and you know yeah. teenage so boys Friday night get together. Some some of those in otherwise it's yeah they're all sitting around it. drinking yeah. beer. They want something to watch. They want to watch other people drinking beer. Mm-hmm. They want to watch violence. They want to watch boobs. Yeah. Uh, if you stupendous put, boobs stupendous, stupendous boobs yeah, perfect um, nipple placement <laughs> <as well>. yeah. <laughs> um, I would like to point out that the uh, the boobs in this were very good they yeah. were not as good as the boobs as I mentioned while we were watching it uh, of the girl in uh, Friday the 13th point f- part 5 A New Beginning mm. the best pair of boobs I've ever the seen best ever. Tit, the best tit casting I've, that you've seen the best boobs I've ever seen on, nice. uh, on film um, <laughs> Well, worth watching just for that. So yeah, so that's a new beginning. It's the couple who sneak off uh, from the 
orphanage or troubled child home or whatever they refer to it to have sex in the forest. Um, but that is 13-year-old me who... It was the first of the Friday the 13th films I've seen. Mm. Um, a friend bought it ex-rental from Blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah, for a pound. So that's um, a very nostalgic... So for me, it Did, was... It used to be one of those things, when you went to the horror section in Blockbuster, it was filled with Friday the 13th. Because huh. in, even in the 90s, there was still so many... There, yeah. It was that, Nightmare on Elm Street, and probably oh. Halloween, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, but Halloween, there'd probably be two or three random ones, and the same with the, the Elm Street movies. Yeah. But yeah, the Friday the 13th was always the full set, because yeah. it was... Uh, because they're such different movies in a very strange way. There seems to have never been any doubt with uh, with the Friday the 13th franchise. With Halloween, there's always been like, I don't know, should we do it this way, that way? I, I don't know. But like, Friday the 13th, it always seemed like there was always consistently... They Because was it like 2001, they did 10? Hmm. When it, Jason X was 2000, something like that? It was around then. Yeah. yeah. And since then, you've had Fri- uh, Freddy vs. Jason and... The remake. So when, when was a Freddy vs. Jason? You know, huh? when, when was Freddy vs. Jason? 2003, so, 4 maybe? Oh, okay, yeah. before this, right. Yeah, yeah, just before this. Let's actually. have a look. So we are now Googling Jason X first. Uh, Jason mm. X was 2001. Well mm, done. Very good, yeah. Uh, and... Uh, so I saw that when I was 13. I shouldn't have been to see that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> And Freddy vs. Jason was 2003. I'm still kicking myself that I never went to see that on the big screen because I was so convinced it was going to be shit. Um, you didn't go and see it? No, I didn't see it on the big screen. No, because I was convinced it was going to be awful. And I, I, I remember I'm when sure, I saw it. I've got a feeling again, it might have been you. Somebody said to me, what, you didn't see it? Yeah. No. Oh, you need to go and do And the same. So all of this is the run I meant it to you, actually. I think you Couldn't might think have done. <laughs> um, and actually, this, um, so we're watching all of this in the run-up to Cabin in the Woods, mm. and it was you, Drew, who convinced me to go and watch Cabin in the Woods because Ooh. I saw the trailer and was like, oh, it could be all right, but it could be a bit shit because it's mm. hard to tell from the trailer. Um, and Why no, nobody else wanted to watch it, no. and you said to me, "Look." you need to see it you need to see it in the cinema because you need to watch it before anybody has told you anything about it yes. because as soon as you know anything it's all fucking ruined yes mm. so thank you for saying that because I've got to keep be mindful now I can't yeah. spoil it at all for Chris because so, it's, it's all been building up to that <coughs> <laughs> so I went on my own like midweek in the end I just gave up I was like right bollocks nobody's coming it. I'm going and I just went on my own and I sat and watched it in the cinema and I just came out mm. going, well, that's one of the best films I've watched in the Did you watch it on decade. your own? Yeah. I watched it on my own in the cinema. absolutely too. loved it. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I should do that now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I've got to watch No, but yeah, when it first came out, you, they didn't say anything else. All they had was a picture of a cabin with like a greyish background, yeah. cabin in the woods. So you had to just take the risk and... Yeah, and I think I'd recently watched Evil Dead, probably a recommendation mm. of you guys. <laughs> it keeps I was coming like, back, cabin in the woods. Yeah. There we go. Right, I'm going to have to go and see this. <laughs> and I think the problem was I was expecting it to be like wrong turn or like yeah. I had no yeah. idea what I was going to let myself in for and it's definitely one of the most rewatchable films. Oh, yeah, I I've watched got. it uh, like three weeks ago. Uh, did you? Yeah. It, and, and again, as, uh, we'll discuss it in the next episode, but it's one of those films a bit like The Sixth Sense or whatever where once you've watched it and you suddenly you know an hour and 50 minutes in get what's going on mm. you can't wait to go back to the beginning and go wow and suddenly it's an entirely different movie yeah. watching it with, yeah. a, with a new set of eyes and it's it's big it is it's it's, it's, it's the biggest horror it's, film of this uh, century probably oh, I'm getting excited now. yeah no sorry I shouldn't build it up you know no. like, I hate doing yeah, that, no, I'm, I'm going to have such big expectations <laughs> I don't think you'll be disappointed I really don't it's really funny it's really intelligent I think it mm. takes it takes all of the uh, cliches and stuff mm. and turns it on its head and yeah. makes fun of it mm. in a really affectionate way in the same way that in the same way that this did and, and that's what I loved about this mm. so the black guy had the whole 
Yeah. Oh, what? So, so yeah. just because I'm doing, I'm black and I've got a label, it's got to be rap. Yeah, oh, yeah. how racist. <laughs> well, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, it's rap. Right. Right. Oh, I, I can't that. listen to Green Day. And the Asian guy. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd need to party with that motherfucker because yeah, he, he parties did have some like good. nobody yeah. I know. Yeah. No, he's great. And he was in Disturbia, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah. He was in Disturbia. I had a, a quick check. He got sort of typecasted at that time then. He was the. Uh, the sort of friend in the horror movie. See, I think he's doing more, um, uh, judging by his IMDb now, he's doing more Asian film, which is a shame okay. because he he's a, such a fantastic actor. I think he did such a good job in this. Mm. I really like... You do yeah. you do like the people, that's the thing. Yeah, he's um, a likeable character. And that's the, that's the thing with the old slashers as well. There were the people who you really liked, like... Like those two, so the black guy and the Asian mm. guy were party animals, and you wanted to be with them. They get it the worst. And then that <laughs> prick, that oh, curly haired yeah, yeah. blonde, yeah. and they just make him such an obnoxious mm. yeah, yeah. shitbag. You're like, and that's what I always love about the slasher films as well. They always have that arsehole, and you spend the first hour of the movie thinking, just, I can't fucking yeah, wait for you <laughs> to get it. It's gonna be, oh, it's gonna yeah. be good. Um, that does bring me to my one bugbear of this movie. I think I might have brought this up. What could it be? In a previous episode. Um, I've got written here in massive letters, wank scene, dot, dot, dot. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering if this was the film where you've mentioned it's got a very it unnecessary is. wank scene. Yeah. And <laughs> just what's the point are, of it? They're not shy, are they? It just, they're shagging in a tent. Well, yeah. Well, so, so that's fine. Yeah, I, mean, kind I, of, yeah. I, I can see yeah. that as your teenage years. But then they're worried about getting seen. And getting caught. Yeah. And they the do put the light inside yeah. them so that the, the silhouette, silhouette is yeah. against everybody else. <laughs> but less that and more. So there's a scene in the middle of the movie where um, the brother has taken the girl and they've, they're now looking at the camp and they've mm. just met Jason for the first time. The black guy has just broken the chair and has gone off to the tool shed, which is a hundred yards from That's the, the Asian guy. guy. The Asian yeah. guy, sorry, yeah. has gone a hundred yards away to the His tool shed. His name is Chewy. Yes, Chewy. Yeah. <laughs> has gone a hundred yards away to the tool shed. The other couple have now gone off to have sex. They've left the black guy on his own in the living room Smoking for weed. maybe five minutes. Right? Yeah. I was a teenager once. I you, had no point. I had <laughs> hormones that yeah. were pretty off the fucking hook, as yeah. we all did. I was never left alone in a friend's living room knowing that everybody was <laughs> literally possibly two minutes away back. and yeah. thinking, do you know what? Perfect time for a wank. Never, <laughs> never did that ever happen. I, I would like to know <laughs> what, really what they me. were thinking. Like why, why they thought that that was a, it was a scene that was necessary. the thing about the film that really bugged me when I came out the first time. And literally everyone was like, what was the Friday the 13th remake like? I was like, yeah, yeah, it was really good. But... That's a really weird. Have you, you must have missed the, in your friend's living room. You must have missed no, the culture never... back in 2009. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what we were doing for, for thrills. <laughs> that's how we got, you know. If we've got any younger listeners who are teenagers <laughs> who have seen this film, let me just put it out there. Not acceptable. Yeah. Not cool. <laughs> never, ever cool. What? I just... What? Yeah, no. It was, it was strange. It doesn't make sense. You know, there are a lot of boobs in this movie, but there is no excuse for knocking one out in your friend's front room when they're all they're all twenty feet away, just yeah. on the other side of doors. Like, why would you ever? Well, what what do you mean? Like, when they came back in, <laughs> it's just normal. It's like. <laughs> I've been smoking weed. Yeah. Obviously, I'm going to masturbate in public. And what are you <laughs> masturbating over? No. Oh, well, it's a fully clothed woman in some strange. And he even makes a comment about, you're not great, but yeah. you'll do. Like, what? <laughs> you're going to have to do. I've only got 30 seconds. You're gonna, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got time to turn pages. Absolutely ridiculous. But other than that... that but now, of course, that almost adds to it, really. Maybe that was it. They just wanted something so It does make it yeah. stick in your head. Yeah. It does stick in your head, and it's... Yeah, along it's with that and, the, that and the sleeping bag scene. The mm. <laughs> <laughs> Again, and, and that sleeping bag scene and stuff like I loved so just before that I loved the comedy as well with that mm. so that 
the dynamic of that group initially. I really like their... But yeah, when he's sitting talking to his friend and the girl's yeah. behind just sort of... Yeah. And he's having the comment, you know, the, throwing the comments over his shoulder. Yeah. Just the comedy of that. Mm-hmm. Like, that happens every, throughout the film, doesn't it? That's not just really that, well. Yeah, yeah. I really... And that's, There's that, a bit of a trend of that. And I think that's why these work... I think they say the older ones you laugh at what you shouldn't necessarily be laughing at because it's because it's aged, mm. and I think that's why they've worked as well now because there elements of it are that kind of so bad it's good, along with the gore and the boobs and all the rest of it. So I think they've replaced that now with with actual intentional comedy that's mm. landed well. Yeah. And I think it's yeah, and I so think this was just a perfect blend of that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I did I did like when they killed him at the end as well. Cuz I didn't know that was going to happen. I didn't know that he gets killed or it you know, didn't quite. But you know, when the brother and sister uh hang him up. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's it's kind of that for me that was a good twist because it was a change because it's like you know you've seen him being formidable throughout mm. and then yeah now he's weak for some reason against her I suppose because she's got that power I and that. I don't know what that what like why he liked her except for you know she she had the uh, she looked not like pendant what was it the she lock, just, she lock, just yeah, looked yeah, like yeah. is that it she just looked like she looked like the mother okay. enough to distract him yeah um, and that's what I liked again so despite the fact the brother survived mm, so yeah. it wasn't just the final girl it was the final girl and the brother mm, mm. Um, but yeah it was her who beat him yeah the the the, the brother was going to end up in that threshing was, machine yeah. it was her who managed to, mm, yeah. to finally up. overpower him and mm. outsmart him um yeah, which yeah, I that's, like, a, that's another it, thing. It's like you've got that element of it as well, where she's being held captive by Jason. Yeah, mm. and you know she that, sort of that adds got more that tension little bit and of trust that she's built yeah. with him, and mm. well, she's playing on these emotions where because she, she looks like his mother and all that sort of thing. Mm. See, a lot of people didn't like <coughs> that because they said that well, in the original, he never. No, he never took captives. He just it was just pure slasher. See, maybe that's like I did quite like that aspect to it. Yeah, it gives it a little bit more. But I can see if if it never had it, you might feel like it's. Well, you're betraying the original. Yeah, (laughs) you are. But that's the point. But he's never come up against anyone who's a spitting image of his mother Mm. before. Like, Mm. if yeah, how would he react? Yeah. Well, there, there has been actually aspects of that in the franchise, isn't there? Well, yeah, with the brother, where um, they'll say Jason, and then he'll look suddenly. Okay. I was gonna say that's how. um, Corey Feldman trips oh, yeah. him at the yeah. end of the fourth one, I think. Yeah. yeah, that's what he does. He shouts Jason. Jason's mother's talking, talking to, to him. him or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, and he sort of stops and looks at him like a confused dog. And while he's yeah. doing that, they smash his head in with something. Or whatever. Yeah. it's been a long time. But um, but yeah, so it is that it's that sort of tricking him and trying to yeah, yeah. make him think that what's happening is part of his delusion and try and feed into that. Mm. Yeah, which this film. Yeah. Did again, so 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 much of it harkens back to those originals, which is why I think yeah, you'll enjoy. Yeah, it's it? I mean, I, I know ten films is a lot to watch, but it's only the same as watching, you know, twelve or thirteen episodes of an hour-long thing, which, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is now a, a, mm. a common length. It's only the same as watching a season of Game of Thrones or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's definitely worth doing. But so. I actually think, having watched this, I will enjoy now finishing the first one more probably, because because it has drawn yeah, me I in, and now I I know more about the franchise. Mm. I kind of mm. like I kind of like that aspect to it now. And it, mm. and let's say that they they really punch it up. Whereas with the the Halloween films, it felt like it was kind of going off the rails, and they were trying to squeeze it that bit too much. Mm. Whereas with the Friday the Thirteenth films, it felt the opposite. It was like yeah, there was always more story to yeah. tell with the Friday the Thirteenth for some yeah. reason. Yeah, it was, the, it the, the thing is, the less backstory, the easier it was to just yeah. here's another ten children, just let him murder <coughs> them all, yeah. apart from one, and that next one will start the next mm. ten yeah, and bring yeah. them in, and uh, and that's just the way it's always worked, yeah. and it just works. Mm. It just works brilliantly. It, it does, there's yeah. just something about it, and I think it's because it's not overcomplicated. Mm. And they've got that mix of there's the ones that you like who you want to survive, and the ones who are knobs who you want to die, and they just 
they just seem to get their little click right every time mm. and it's and, and he's one of the, the few iconic slasher icons isn't he like there's, there's uh, Michael Myers with the William Shatner mask, mm. Freddy Krueger with his scarred, burnt face, and uh, and the goalie mask for for Jason. But the great thing is, and I was <coughs> thinking this earlier before we started watching the films, actually, and that's a that is exactly what everyone sees. But actually, he didn't have that goalie mask until the third movie. So no, no, no. Well, and for the best part of this, well, for the first part of this yeah. film, he's yeah. just got a rag, or a, you know, like yeah. a bag. Wrapped around his head, isn't he? So, in mo- so the first movie he doesn't have it. The second movie, yeah, he has just got a sack over his head. Mm. I can't remember if it's in the second movie or the third, but yeah, th- there's a long period before he picks up that goal. So you're into the third movie before you establish that. Yeah, and you sort of as connect the, yeah. the uh, but, two, yeah. But now that's his thing. You think Jason, you think ice hockey goalie mask and a machete... But that wasn't... No, it wasn't, yeah. And the same with the first movie, as you'll have seen just watching yeah. recently. He just killed... The, the kills are just with whatever is to hand. And yeah. it is for the second film as well. All of the kills are just, all right, there's a hoe, or there's a scythe, or there's whatever. Mm. And it's not until later on. And that's when you get into the, the Jason X harkening yeah. back with the comedy thing of it's a man chained up, hanging from the ceiling <laughs> in an empty room... He escapes from the chains and somehow between escaping from the chains and getting out into the stairway, he's got a machete. Well, where the fuck did they <laughs> pick up a machete? Because yeah. why would there be one in a futuristic... Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a futuristic city? machete. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a it glows f- and everything. <laughs> where the fuck does he even get it from? But he does because they know that you will see that it came out of nowhere and find it funny and they just put that stuff in. I just yeah. think it's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a real love of the mm. of the genre. So let's wrap it up there. So thanks very much, everyone, for listening. Um, Drew, have you got anything that you'd like to? No, uh, I just want to thank you both for uh, thinking of me and, and inviting me to take part. I really enjoyed it. Well, thank you. I hope you, thank you uh, think of me again in the future because uh, we, we, we absolutely will. Yeah. yeah, thank you very much. Um, was that? I didn't know if you wanted to. Shout out to your uh, podcast. Mm. I know you haven't done an episode. Oh yeah, recently, everybody! If you, if you get a chance, go and uh, check out Andrew and Jordan. We are going to be getting back into the fray, as it were. But we've uh, had a bit of a hiatus recently because I changed jobs. But we'll be getting back on. What track, sort of so. things do you talk about? Oh, we talk mostly like conspiracy theories and mm. things like. But I mean, you're very limited with that sort of thing. Have but we covered, go more into the side of like, debunking it. No, because oh. no, I just look at that and I, I think it's ridiculous. So, <laughs> so I, I always thought that. I just watched, I haven't quite finished it either, I don't seem to finish anything, but um, the the Netflix documentary yeah. came out on it. And Round, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I forgot Can't think of the name of it. But yeah, yeah, I watched it. I Did watched you? It. Yeah. But no, that's the thing. I don't want to do an episode, but I watch all of it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm exactly. We've had this discussion multiple. I'm intrigued times. as to how people yeah. are like. What is it? So that what happens? is it about it that's? But especially because the you. woman in that, where she said, "I'm a conspiracy myself," because <coughs> yeah. my name's Patricia, so people say CIA means I'm part of the CIA. Oh right, yeah, my name. Yeah, yeah. And she's yes, yeah, so she's just like so. Lo- all lots of the other people in the flat Earth community, like the different factions, think that she is planted. Because her name, yeah, yeah, well, that's one of the things. And she's like, I've shown them birth certificate, I've shown them photos of me when I'm younger. They yeah, don't believe any of it. Anything. I, can, I cannot really prove will. it. I can't prove that I'm not. And she's, she's like, and then I thought to myself, am, am I doing the same? But with flat? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm definitely not. <laughs> I'm, I'm right about this. Well, I'm like, sure that, about this. That's the level yeah. of analysis. Like <coughs> when she applies it to herself, even you know, it's like, yeah. how how does that? How does the, the thing, brain the just thing about not? Flat Earth is in, in that documentary. Actually, the guy's looking over. He's like, that's. I don't know, San Francisco, like the main city where mm. there's skyscrapers and all that sort of thing. Why can I see that over there? I'm like, well, you would. There's skyscrapers. Yeah. Of course you would. <laughs> yeah. You know, they don't you wouldn't see it yeah. if it was just, quote, unquote, flat earth. Yeah, You'd exactly, be able yeah. to see London. If yeah, yeah, yeah that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so, uh, yeah, weird stuff. Well. We haven't covered that one. No. What did you do last time? I think the last one we did was the, the moon landing conspiracy. Mm. Cause it's because there's so much... You know, to de- delve into with that. There's now, the, yeah. the JFK side of it and, and the now space I, race. I didn't discuss this last time on the podcast, and <coughs> I really meant to, despite the fact it's obviously completely unrelated. 
So when you covered that, did you watch the video of Buzz Aldrin punching that mm. conspiracy theorist in the face? No, I didn't actually, but I've heard have about it. Have you seen it? I may have seen it, yeah. You need to watch it. So Buzz it's Aldrin, got to be annoying for him yeah. to be constantly told that his entire life it, yeah. is basically fake. I haven't seen the, that clip, no. Right, but, so... But I've, I've seen people <laughs> on Twitter saying... I'm going to bring this you know, up now, and we're going to watch it. It's Dick not Ru real. Buzz Aldrin is now 81 mm. years old, right? If he had punched me mm. with this punch, I would go out like a sack of <laughs> shit. And speaking of Buzz Aldrin... Is it, uh, yeah, no, have you seen, actually the film's about Neil Armstrong, First mm. Man, have you seen it? No. Oh. Good. Yeah, it is quite good, actually. But then you have to bring that into, sort of, like, the perspective of, like, the conspiracy, if you like. Mm. Because that tells the story of him, how he trained. Okay. Going through all of the G-Force training, of training and that sort of thing. The missions that failed. Yeah. And then finally achieving the... Mm. The ultimate goal, and then you get told that it wasn't real. Yeah, it was all faked. Stanley Kubrick filmed it in the basement. Mm. Also, if you like The Shining, you should check out Room Two Three One. I don't know if you've ever mentioned that on the podcast. Yes, before. I have watched Room Two Three One because that, <coughs> that is, is very much like they just keep going on. And and if you look into this and you mm. see <laughs> and this can of tuna behind uh, yeah. Jack Nicholson's head, right? So. <laughs> So Buzz Aldrin has, uh, uh, da, 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 he's just leaving a hotel. This prick here, who, let's face it, is at least a foot taller than Buzz mm. Aldrin. He's a, and he's a big old lump as well. And Buzz Aldrin is currently an 80-year-old man. Mm. Everywhere he goes, this piece of shit is just following him and chasing him over and over again. Yeah. The hotel staff have tried to get him away. He won't go. And then this happens. <laughs> that is a punch Whoa, in the face yeah, yeah. that would take out a <laughs> fucking elephant. Good on you. Look at him, look. He's had enough of it. Take that, you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so if he was 80 when this was taken... <laughs> I don't agree with he, violence, he's... but... Well... Good man. Uh, good man. There, There's a time when it's acceptable, and this <laughs> is definitely it. I'm just glad that wasn't me. So this guy's now a flat earther. Mm. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Laying flat on the earth. <coughs> Laying yeah. flat on the earth, yeah. Oof. Fantastic. Anyway, on that note, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, if you've not watched it, go and watch Buzz Aldrin knock this guy the fuck out. Um, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and go and watch um, the remake of Friday the 13th, obviously. Definitely. And watch Cabin in the Woods ahead of uh, Ready for, the next episode. Yeah. Um, Be listening in with uh, intent ears. Yeah. In that broadcast. Yeah. I say yeah. Yeah. I'll be keen to hear what you uh, make of it. As I say, as you're uh, yeah as big a fan as we are. And yeah, we will have you back on the show very soon. Hopefully. Wait, yeah. Thanks again. Excellent. Thanks very much for listening. Good night. Good night. Bye. Done and done. Yeah. Now do we need to rush off? <laughs> <laughs>